Welcome back to OK Podcast. My name is Hayden. My name's Kamila. And today we are going to be talking about some really cool stuff for our regular content. We are going to be touching upon more of the kawaii lifestyle. We've touched upon it briefly before, but we've never really gone in depth about it. Yeah. How does someone go about turning their everyday life kawaii? Like, where do you start? What are some tips and tricks of kawaii-fying your space? Today, we'll be doing just that with our friend Jesse Moonheart. Jesse is avid in J-fashion, especially in the Midwestern community where she is located, and tries to include a little bit of it in her everyday life, especially her home. And if you guys hit us up on our Patreon, you will hear us talk about kawaii-ifying the workplace as well. But before we get into that, let's get into our events for this month. All right, so we're getting started with this Antiquing and Curios at the Brass Armadillo in Kansas City, Missouri. Let me just say that the Kansas City Lolitas, they have like the coolest meetups. Like Really? Um, when I went to Paradiso, I ended up joining the um, Kansas City Lolitas um, Facebook group. And I'm so jealous every time there's like an event coming up because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not in Kansas City. Like, I can't go to this, but this is so cool. Um, so here's one of the cool meetups. The Kansas City Lolita Com is going to meet up at the largest antique mall in the area. Ooh. Yeah. I love antique malls. Yeah. Not a lot of people know this because I don't talk about this. Um, my parents built a Victorian house from the ground up. Wow. Two stories. Um, and I lived in it up until I was 12 years old. And I have grown up with antiques and dust in my blood. So I love antiques. Yeah, you have antique blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have just like dust and cobwebs in my blood from like going into old barns with my parents. I used to hate it. But now I'm like, oh, look at that old barn. Let's go. <laughs> The Brass Armadillo has 42,000 square feet of just about every kind of antique or collectible under the sun. The meet is on September 29th from 1 to 5 p.m. Oh, I would just love to get lost in there. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. And and we have, like, another Kansas City Lolita's event. Did you want to talk about it? Yeah, it is going. It is called Oddities and Curiosities, spelled T-E-A, which I think is really cute. Yeah. I like puns. <laughs> uh, join the Kansas City Lolita's on October 7th at 530 for a curious tea party at Noir Arts and oddities. Their Halloween celebration is going to include a tea party, a raffle, a private tour of Noir's Oddities and Curiosities collection by the owner and curator Pamela. I'm so... I wish I could be here. I... Like, I want to turn my home into a curiosity place because I love that aesthetic. Um, Tickets for the event are $20 a piece and spaces are limited, so hit it up while it's like really early Facebook event there is going to be a menu soon please let the coordinators know if you have any dietary restrictions so that they can accommodate for you Um, and the event and this event is going to be a fundraiser for Paradiso 2019 so all the proceeds are going to be going to that gala which I think is really cool just having that go right back to the community is awesome right and then we have in Chicago J Fashion Meetup at the Chicago Japanese Matsuri on September 29th from 1 to 4 p.m. 
and I will be a part of doing that, hosting that meetup, along with, I think, the organizer creator for Lolita Collective. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of going to be a joint thing that we set up a a while ago. The date of the festival got changed Uh from in early summer, so now this is the new date. Join us for a meetup at the Chicago Japanese Matsuri Festival. We will hang out, get food, and have a good time. This event is open to all J Fashion styles. Be there or be square. <laughs> Next up, we have the Harajuku Day meetup number 34. The September meetup is here, so show them, the people at Harajuku Day, that is, the last bit of your summer fashion before fall comes or a preview for your fall wardrobe. And now, is this the LA Harajuku walk? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Rad. Harajuku Day LA. Yep. Cool. So if you are familiar with the LA convention, that's going to be in Little Tokyo, most likely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Little Tokyo. Hit them up in Weller Court, the, in their usual spot. Going to be super rad. I, I'm not going to go because I'm here. But <laughs> LA community is really awesome. So you guys should head down there if you're in the area. Fashion market pop up on October 6th through 7th in LA.、Um, it's a little, you know, far out, but I'm kind of thinking about the dates of when we usually put out our. Our podcast, so I just want to make sure that we catch it, you know. Smart. <laughs> a gathering of local designers presenting their J Fashion inspired clothing, accessories, and pieces. Come and shop handmade accessories, clothing, and more in the heart of downtown Los Angeles Historic Core. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, like the Historic District. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know. About that. <laughs> For more information, please visit bbnb.net slash friends. So that's the letter B, the letter B, and the letter B.net <laughs> slash friends. They do have a few spots still available for any artist who may be interested in being a part of the artist market. So if you're local and you'd like to be considered, please email market at bbnb.net. And B.net. Man, I wish I was back in LA so I could go I to、know. that. God, I'm always <laughs> in the wrong place at the wrong time. I know. hate it. So, we are going to move on to our Kawaii Spotlight. Kamila, why don't you hit this off? Because you are the one to pull these out. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Moss Badger has bent to our will. Bless you, Jordana. <laughs> Bless you. So, the very popular. Chiropteran Garden design. Did that come out last October? I'm、um, not sure. I, this is the first I'm seeing of it. Oh, okay. Well, it was a print that already existed from Moss Badger. She's like opening up some different color options. So we got an ivory, pink, and lavender. Before, I think it only came in、um, black. You know, when I saw the black version, I was just like, oh, this is really cute. Like, it has all these like flowers at the hem of it. And, like peonies. Yeah, peonies, flowers, and roses. And, you know, flying around at the, the top of these flowers are bats. And they're like real bats.、I、they're love not、it. like stylized bats. It's, it's pretty realistic. I、and、need the black. <laughs> I need this so bad. I really liked the, the design, but I couldn't see it like 
I'm going to like get it because like it doesn't really fit into the color scheme I usually wear. And then with this extension, there's like, you know, the ivory, the pink and the lavender versions. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, the lavender version. I'm just it's like, so oh, cute. man, like you're going to make me be gothic. No, <laughs> I love I love the lavender. I love it so much. The pink is like a nice blush pink and the mm-hmm. ivory is like that the ivory cream that Mm -hmm. a lot of people in classic lolita like so this satisfies those like yamikawa babes the gothic babes the classic babes like anyone who wants to like cross ties in there right i adore this print absolutely adore it yeah so i'm kind of i'm looking very much forward to it the news is that she'll probably make it available in time for halloween yes so I'm just like, I don't know. Usually I like to like plan um, special outfits around like events or something like that. So I'm not really sure. Depending on when this comes out, I'll try to see if there's like, oh, maybe I can like create some some reason, some outing mm-hmm. to wear this dress to and possibly get like, oh, I keep thinking about the black vow- blouses from I Do Declare or... Um, Newly, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like thinking, like, I'm just like, oh, I, I'm like, I gotta come up with that chord. Yeah, I gotta come up with the chord. <laughs> Next up, Octopi has just released a bunch of new shorts. Are all of these new? Yeah, Holy they fuck. have like um, similar, they have like patterns from like some previous creations, but now they're they've been applied to shorts. So if you guys love the Octopi designs, but you need like more boyish style stuff, Mm -hmm. hit up Octopi. Miss the Labor Day weekend sale, but these are still super cute shorts. There's some black based ones. There are ones that are more pastel, ones that are more bright to Cora. I love the gummy bears. It reminds me of you, Cam. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that um, pattern from her, so... (laughs) I really, really dig it. I like yeah. I like the candy hearts because I like candy hearts a lot. But I do also like the two-tone shorts because I'm a sucker for two-tone mm. pants. I have a pair of two-tone pants that I absolutely love. And I think that color scheme would go with a lot of the items you already have. Exactly. And I'm, I'm wearing my Milkland Conversation Hearts sweater right now. Even though I hate candy hearts, like I I think they're nasty and they're yeah, chalk. Yeah. I love like the aesthetic of it. I think they're right. super cute. And they come in sizes extra small to 3XL. Get that plus size friendly. Mm-hmm. Love it. Dig it. Adore it. Support it. Uh, Kamila, like this one, you <laughs> pulled up and you reblogged it to our Facebook page. So I want you to talk about this. This is super important. New J Fashion community alert sort of thing. <laughs> I'm not making that a thing. I'm not going to put anything in the post-production. No. Right, right. It's too yeah. much. It'll, you, it'll be to too jarring. <laughs> <laughs> too jarring. Um, so just within the past few days, I saw this J Fashion community page come up called the black j fashionista society did we coin that term i i mean i'm sure someone else has j fashionista j fashionista i mean i don't i haven't heard something like called that Mm -hmm. but 
maybe maybe people have been like <laughs> using that like because it's just kind of like oh what is a noun for what we are I don't know it's, it's <laughs> really yeah and I, I don't like the term fashionista because that it much. is very it, gendered, gendered right but um, it, I guess it works right right yeah so I I really liked this this group idea because they have there have been some other like black kawaii groups and they've had like a whole lot of drama yeah. that I always see to miss I always see the <laughs> aftermath of people making posts being like this is horrible and I'm just like what I didn't see the thing where it got started I don't understand what's happening it's been really hard also my personal problem with these groups is that it's not really focused around J fashion like specifically it's usually been just general kawaii aesthetic or something or a lot of cosplay or just being cute in general and that's fine that's great to have like a group like that but I was kind of looking for like international decor and fairy K group except a safe space for black people or people of color to I don't know come in like share their like fashion cords without feeling like oh no what if you know people don't like the way I do this so yeah so that's kind of like what I was more looking for in a group and I think the um, Black J Fashionista Society is doing just that from their about page it says welcome to the Black J Fashionista Society this group is for and only for black folks and folks mixed with black who wear J fashion or if you like the aesthetic we created this group for uplifting making friends connecting with one another with a drama-free zone. The admins are Tiffany Brown and Pierce Hall. Pierce has been a model for Hard Decora. Oh, so very cool. I know him personally. Yeah, he's really awesome and is very much a Decora like fanatic, but also really into like dark gothic styles and things too. So he's like both sides of the coin, I guess. Yes, love it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so it's definitely like any gender, any expression of J fashion you want to put up. Um, I haven't experienced anything like negative yet i'm really excited to you know watch the group grow and hopefully it has like a positive like effect (laughs) i really hope so too i and i think it will i think having those intersectional groups can be very positive especially when they're like successful right right next up we have a couple of more independent shops that i found recently the first one is cherry pop it is an up-and-coming independently owned kawaii apparel shop based in america so the original shop on etsy was cherry cheesy shop but they moved to cherry pop dot shop so that's where you can find it yeah i really like their new site it's really cute yeah super cute they have t-shirts tights keychains and other items and their newest collection was released recently just in time for halloween which we're gonna take a quick look at right off the bat it's super yummy kawaii like they're awesome guro tights some yummy kawaii tights that have like eyeballs and bats and like dead bunnies that i absolutely love Mm -hmm. Uh, the two main mascots which is this blue uh purple haired and pink haired girls 
um, respectively, are super, super cute, and I love them. There's a keychain of them as witches and as nurses. There are rosettes, there's postcards, pins that you can buy, and there is a Halloween t-shirt available. So if you guys need some yummy kawaii accessories, go hit up Cherry Pop. Yeah, if you're looking for things that have that um, Halloween color scheme of like purple, yellow, white, oranges, orange, there's a lot of items that are in that color scheme as well. Mm-hmm. As for their usual stuff that they post, it's very Yumi. Mm, yeah, and... very very Yumi Kawa. And there are some like more Yami based in like Manhetta inspired stuff. For their t-shirt designs it's very like maho shoujo based which i really like i think it's super cute like the bajillions of eye sparkles that i absolutely love in my anime characters overall their apparel is super cute and i highly highly recommend them yeah they're very popular for like indie brand for getting like yammy kawaii items Mm -hmm. next we have another independent based shop which is actually i'm really excited for because they just made a paypal so now they can do international shipping, Ooh. which is really cool. It's I'm a, already seeing some things I like. It's miraclecon.thebase.in. This is a Japanese store, independent kawaii apparel. It's very yumekawa, which I really adore. Um, a lot of it looks like quilted tunics. There's a couple of t-shirts that are a lot lighter. If you guys liked those um, organza iridescent uh, zip-up hoodies that were out and popular recently there's a couple of those that are in different uh, styles there's a lot of versatility with some of these pieces like there are some super cute fleece shorts that Mm -hmm. i adore like they're very good base garments which i love i love i'm currently making a base garment like that a lot of their items are sold out right now and i'm not sure if that's just because they're older items or if because they have opened up to uh, international sales and they were just very popular but if you guys like that super sweet yumikawa look i really suggest uh mirakuru i think it's such a super cute yeah what i really liked is all the um the schoolgirl collars. Yes, the little sailor collars. Yeah, the sailor collars. They have a lot of those. So you can just like add to any of your t-shirts or anything like that. And they're quilted. Yes. Uh, so that adds like a totally different quality that you might not find anywhere else. Because, mm-hmm, you you know, you can find Peter Pan collars anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're super easy to find. But you can't. It's harder to find like sailor collars, let alone having them be quilted and have like a yeah. 3D effect. And then lastly, I'm going to let Kamila cover this one because I have no idea what it is. You're going to love it. Oh, goodness. I'm scared <laughs> and I'm like excited. Oh, I love the OG. Oh, I love the OG. He's so cute. Uh, this is the uh, Metamorphose, uh, very recent release called Wizarding Lessons. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked it. Not because like... It comes in any sort of, like, pastel fairy color theme. It's very classic. Yeah, but, yeah, it's very classic, and it's very, like, I feel like it's timely in a way because Mm -hmm. it does have that, um, it looks like you're going to a wizard school, but you're, like, Lolita, and they've got, like, the buttons that kind of look a little bit, like, it makes it look very official, like. It's kind of like a train conductor. Yeah. Is what it reminds me of. Yeah. With the double-breasted look, the double-breasted buttons, which I really Mm -hmm. like. It's very interesting. 
It's a look that I haven't seen before. They're they're cool suspenders too. Like what? I mean, right. I guess those could be considered like more lanyards, but they look like suspenders to me. A lot of great construction here as well. Like right. it looks like physically, I mean, Metamorphose has really good quality, but this is a very unique construction with the double layered skirts and with the double breasted boleros and OPs and the OG. I love the green and red. I love oh, that like natural witchy feel is something that I absolutely love. You feel the story in the clothing. Yeah, exactly. It feels like you're in a wizarding school. Right. All right. And so this is going to wrap it up for our usual topics. We are now going to jump into our guest segment today. Today in our booth, once more, we have a live audience with us. Ah ha ha. Is Jessie Moonheart. <laughs> Jessie is constantly adding J fashion into her everyday life and especially in her home. Her apartment is a Yumi Kawa paradise and is still transforming and growing with her. Today we'll be talking about her journey, plans, and ideas in Kawaii lifestyling in her home and workplace. Hi, Jessie. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you guys both so much for inviting me to the podcast today. Of course. We love to have you. So the first question that we have for you is, how did you start in J fashion? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? I hate this this meme. I hate this meme. I hate myself. We're we're all up in the memes today. Um, I got my start into J fashion through anime and manga in middle school, like most of us do. (laughs) Some of my earliest... uh, Animes that I really loved were uh, Cardcaptor Sakura, Sailor Moon, and Princess Eye. Mm, I really loved just like the the uniforms that they wore, but also the day-to-day styles when they were out of being magical girls and just being ordinary. Yeah, that's a really iconic part. Like I really liked on um, on Tumblr when eventually I got to see like, oh, just post of what um sailor moon is just wearing on the daily and then like it really brought to light like oh yeah these were really cool too like besides just the magical uniform it's so much cord and spo so much cord and spo and then when i began attending conventions also in middle school and just seeing the raw amount of j fashion there and all the different styles I was so inspired and I knew it was something that I wanted to get into into my day-to-day life. I started actually in Gothic Lolita. Um, wow, what the hell? <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> my first piece I owned was a Bodyline OP. It was all black and it had these this beautiful chif- chiffon uh, scalloping. And I remember that I styled it with fingerless gloves and combat oh, boots no. and a mini top hat. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, a lot of people start with Bodyline, um, and that's, like, I guess a timely comment because the um, Mr. Yan. Yeah, Mr. Yan is uh, leaving, stepping stepping back um, from the Bodyline work. I remember seeing him at that first convention and buying that dress and just feeling so good about myself in this clothing even though it wasn't a style that I stayed with. Where do you land now in your style? Well, um, I mean, definitely not in the Gothic Lolita. Um, I would say that my style now is like Fairy K mm. with a dash of sportswear and sweet spank vibes. Dig um, it, dig it. <laughs> I love colorful sneakers uh, for walking around in the city uh, all the time. And I love 80s blouses. If it's sparkly, if it's tailored, if it's pastel, if you can move in it, 
it's kawaii, it's cute, and it's going to come into my wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) Getting into the meat of this conversation, what does it mean to you to have a kawaii decorated environment? Oh, having a kawaii decorated environment means everything to me. For me, it's allowing myself to pour my positive creative energy into my space, Mm -hmm. and it allows me to feel empowered over the aesthetic direction of wherever of my environment, of my home environment. And that feeling of empowerment ends up leaking into other portions of my life. It's it's so important. It's like you come home and you you hear you have the world just kind of throw everything at your face, but then you go home and everything's beautiful and kawaii. Mm. Right. Like it's like making your own sanctuary. Yes. Your own sanctuary, safe place where you feel good about yourself. You know, it's it's really interesting because uh, Kamila's in the midst of re kawaiifying her uh, her environment. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it was a it was an option I could take early on when moving here. Like I completely went 180. Like my environment is like super witchy, like very eclectic. And I find, like, for me, that escape and that respite mm-hmm. from the world is just, like, calm, smoothing, smoo- smoothing, <laughs> oh, <laughs> calm, soothing, oh, natural, yeah. not yes. smoothing. Uh, I would love a smoothie maker, but, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it, it's, but it's interesting how, like, other people find their, find that respite in different ways. Yeah, like, it still reflects you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, even though it's not, like the the pink sort of pastel kawaii it's like you know it still reflects like your personality and mm-hmm. it's in your like mix up of aesthetics and things like that like because there's some people that just don't do anything yeah you know it's yeah. just like i don't know whatever i have this couch it doesn't like it doesn't really like matter to them mm-hmm. um it's all just kind of like secondhand furniture that they were like hey, it's cheap i'll get it Right, exactly. So it's it's still definitely putting effort into it. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's your strategy to create this space? Because one thing I find um, hard is that, like, you go into a store and you're just like, oh, I need, like, a bath mat or something. You just pick the thing that's just like, okay, like, I have this thing. But if you're trying to have a certain direction Mm -hmm. with, like, how you're decorating things, like, it's just like, oh, wait, I need to find this color or something, or how can you get everything together? For speaking of bath mats, I'll talk about, like, my bathroom as, like, it was a strategy. Earlier this year, I was scrolling through Instagram, as one does, and uh, someone that I mutually follow shared this amazing bath mat and shower curtain set from Walmart of all places and it's purple and it's got all these sweets on there and it's got like these colors of pink and mint and different tones of pink and lavender and I'm like this is the thing I need this is the thing that is going to make my bathroom the cutest bathroom on earth I have a really (laughs) small bathroom so once I figured out that I wanted this bath mat it was easy to go and pick out the colors that match the bathroom. So we did on the upper half of the bathroom, we did a, re- a really nice light pink. And then for the lower half of the space, we ended up doing like just one shade darker. I based the bathroom off of this mat that I ended up having to go into the suburbs to get because none of the Walmarts <laughs> in Chicago carried this bath mat. 
Um, yeah, that's a hard thing with like targets and mm-hmm. like it's just like oh you know that it's it's there it, it could be there but it's like a scavenger hunt even when you get to the target. Yeah, oh, such a scavenger hunt for for this thing that was only fifteen dollars. Like to have a quiet space, it doesn't always cost like a lot. It was mm-hmm. it wasn't. A, like a break the bank moment to have this shower curtain. Kind of my strategy once I gathered my materials for the bathroom was just to take it a task at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, taping taping the edges of the bathroom and putting down the paper so that paint didn't get everywhere like it did <laughs> in my other room. Going one task at a time, completing the tasks, and then once you step back and you take a break from all your hard work, you see it out there and then you feel at home and it's amazing (laughs) so i this is a question we don't have written down how did you get into like interior design per se like it's not something you do professionally but it's like it's extremely prevalent in your life like what got you to be like this is something that i want to like make a big part of my life i remember like setting up barbie houses for my barbies when i was super little so i've always known i wanted to be a decorator it wasn't until i moved into my current space with my partner and the landlord said you can paint the walls whatever you want i don't really care because it because i don't care and i was like oh i can paint i can put things up i can make holes in the wall (laughs) i think it's the desire to have my home reflect how i'm feeling inside and just to have the space be an extension of me so that i can move through there and complete my daily tasks and live my daily life. I don't know if it just, it's just part of who I am. It's just a need to express myself in my home. So it sounds like you need, you know, you need like passion, drive, and like maybe a little bit of discipline because like you're not just saying like, oh, well, if I run across something, you know, that fits within the color scheme, whatever, I'll get it. It's just like you're waiting for that perfect, like, okay, this is the item that I'm going to be able to use instead of it being like, even with like building a wardrobe Mm -hmm. of kawaii clothes, sometimes people get caught back into buying more, um, I guess, normie clothes because that's like really easy to like get and find. Whereas like sometimes you have to like go beyond a little bit to like oh yeah there's, find stuff that fits there's definitely a need to have things that fit and be functional first in yeah. my home and they ha- they have to have function first and they have to have good function and good form and they need to be able to fit in the space like i've been looking for a tv stand for god knows how many months and i still can't find one that has the right dimensions for Mm. the space i need it at and it doesn't and if i do find in the dimensions sometimes the form isn't quite right Mm. especially just in the spot where we're where we're hoping to put the tv stand there's a vent right there so the Mm. stand needs to be elevated that's that's difficult because like you have to think of the components that they might especially in the winter here they could like yeah Yeah. catch on fire Mm -hmm. yeah and we need to be able to have air flowing through the space but if it has good function and it has good form I know that I have enough DIY skills in my back pocket where I can if it if it works for the space I can repaint it and I can I can make it kawaii and have it be this colorful thing there are still projects in my apartment and different pieces of furniture that haven't been painted yet but they're still in the apartment because we'll get there eventually and that brings us to our next question where do you find your furniture items and how many of your or uh what kind of items do you diy are there and i want to add in what is your favorite diy item so first 
Where do you find your furniture? So um, I've had a lot of furniture that's been given to me by friends and loved ones and said, here, this this looks cute and you can repaint it if you don't like the way it looks. I'm like, oh, I can repaint it. Cool. To say which items were the ones that I love the most, I have two bookshelves, one that um, a family member gave to me and one another loved one gave to me. The one the family member gave to me, um, I actually started painting in 2016, that summer before I moved to Chicago. And it was this just this very small two-level bookshelf. And it was like the first piece of furniture I'd ever painted. So I painted the inside a really dark purple. And on the top and on the sides are all these like different galaxies and clouds. Um, and I was just I just remember getting so lost in the painting. And then when it was done, it's this beautiful piece that I get to have and have functional in my home. That's actually um, where I started really having the interest in like the cloud aesthetic and having Mm. the clouds and the moons and the stars, which eventually came to my name, Jesse Moonheart. So that was that was one piece. And then the second bookshelf is actually this three-level bookshelf in a very mid-century modern style with the legs angled outward. It was just a really basic wooden wooden bookshelf and it's purple and sparkly and the sides have um I took scrapbooking paper and I cut out clouds in like a white sparkly piece of scrapbooking paper and then I took like spray adhesive and I would spray the back of each little freaking cloud and I would (laughs) stick them onto the painted um, side of the bookshelf on the outline of that. I took silver metallic paint marker and I would just kind of outline them so they would have an outline and did other little mini designs on each sign and so that piece now lives in my office and it has Barbies and books and everything <laughs> on there. Um, Sounds amazing. I love it. I love my office. I love every time I look at it, I remember the hours and upon hours I spent like doing it. And it was mm-hmm. it was it's annoying work sometimes because you're like this. This isn't working. I'm I'm just frustrated with it. But once it's done, it's this sense of accomplishment because you did it yourself. When I, I when I go and I buy furniture, I usually just go to Ikea. I love Ikea, and I know some people don't, but it's pretty affordable, and there are a lot of pieces that are done um, in just a plain wood finish, so they're easy to paint. So you can make them your own style. If you like the form, if they fit in your life, then you just can put any sort of color you want on there. Do you usually, like, paint with just, like, a broad paintbrush, or, like, if you're just trying to, like, paint something a solid color? I don't think... I really paint anything solid colors. <laughs> oh, okay. So you I, don't do like a solid first and then like start doing... Um, I'll usually do a solid layer of primer oh, um, okay. and I'll just do an acrylic primer on most of my pieces and then I'll go in with like smaller brushes and I'll do... Um, I'm specifically thinking of in my closet, I have a um, set of drawers, a three set of drawers that I painted. The, the front part of it is all like different splatters of color and they kind of just form this really mod 80s pattern not just like I have a bunch of different brushes I can I just go to the dollar store or Michaels and get get an array of brushes and what ends up working for the project ends up it's it's a project by project I go by that. Do you have any struggles with trying to kawaii your space like are there moments where it's just like 
I know there's moments for me where it's just like, oh, this is going way too slow. Like I still have this gray thing or I still have this thing that doesn't have anything to do with my interests or like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. I mean, I talked about the uh, the TV stand. Mm -hmm. And so that that's kind of been a struggle. And then just sometimes having the energy to do it sometimes because Mm -hmm. painting and putting and mounting things onto the wall and all that it it's not as much the time and the money but it's the energy that you put in and mm-hmm. so so some days it's just hard to feel cute when you're trying to make your space cute and you're sweaty and <laughs> doing a lot of work right, right so I have a quick question that goes along with this do you have any suggestions for those people who are struggling with trying to find the time to do what you do and create their own space because I know you are a part-time student, full-time job. How do you get this down? Like, how do you, like, I know it's, I I work on my things in between, like, my classes when I have, a 30-minute, one-hour gaps, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to just sit down and do my projects because there's just so much else going on. Yeah, and, how like, do you, where do you start? Like, is yeah. it just, like, is it, like, there's some things that are like a quick win, like repaint your table and then you feel like, oh, this is a big spot mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pink now, you know? My biggest secret has been spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> spray I, I, If it seems like it, it could be something that I can spray paint, I'll usually almost always spray paint it because mm-hmm. then I'm not sitting there like putting the paint on the brush and putting the brush to the to the object. You just know you take that you take that can and you go sh- <laughs> it, and and that saves a lot of time. And another tip I have is to start in a smaller space. Maybe you have a closet that really just needs maybe some more light and a thing of paint on the walls. And that can like really, and that's the space that you go into to put on your clothes every day and to transform into the person that you want to be for the day. So I started with my closet and it spiraled out of control from there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm doing a moon transformation pose here because... Yeah, sorry. I'm, I like Sailor Moon. Um, we stand a magical girl. <laughs> a magical boy. I want, like, if you can, give us a quick little mental tour of, like, your favorite spaces in your home and why they're your favorite spaces. I'd love to take you on a tour. Yes. Moon Heart Studios. <laughs> Welcome to Kauai Cribs. <laughs> <laughs> So Moonheart Studios is a room in my apartment that was technically originally supposed to be a bedroom and it has like an indented closet in there but my partner and I decided to let that be my studio and we took a different room in our apartment to be the bedroom. You walk in the door and to your left uh, you see a ginormous purple heart on the wall. That's that's the first thing you see um, right there. I have see moon heart. A, a moon heart. It's it's yeah. If you see the heart, you're like, well, we're not in Kansas anymore. clearly. Yeah. Um, and on that wall, I have my desk set up with my Mac and my and my typey type thing. Um, <laughs> and um, got some Barbies on the desk and there's usually a bunch of toys. I love decorating my space with toys. Um, is a big thing because toys bring me happiness and they're an inspiration and they're colorful. I also have in that space the painted cloud bookshelf that I mentioned, which carries textbooks and and design books and more Barbies. I really like Barbie. When you step into the room, there's actually 
a crocheted Barbie mini rug um, that I actually had a family member crochet for me when I was a very small child because I've loved Barbie my whole life. Um, on the floor as you walk in, there are more pink rugs from Ikea. Man, that's I so have... fairy K to love Barbie. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very fairy K inspired space in general. If I had to like, yeah, I love I love the fairy K aesthetic definitely the most. Also in that space, I actually have three desks. So I've got an actual pink desk from Ikea. I have a table that was originally our kitchen table, but we're using something else at the moment. And that table I usually pull out because it's got the three, the leaves on the side. So I'll make that bigger for when I'm doing sewing projects and have that in there. And then I have a third writing desk that my landlord actually gifted to me that had been passed down to her fa- from her family. And that third desk is technically in the closet. So when you step into the closet, that's like the most magical space. That's where... The majority of my toys live. I have paintings all over the walls. I've got I've got business cards from both um, OK Podcast and Hard Decora because <laughs> my friends are there. I've got inspirational letters from friends. There are Care Bears. There are Barbies. There's American Girl dolls. And the biggest like cool thing in there is that there are these cloud lights that you can get from Ikea. So I have two of those in there. And on top of the desk, I have like my most inspirational toys. So like the my Sailor Moon dolls and my, my, my little ponies and my crystals. And they're, all of that good energy is just all those toys bring so much good energy and give me so much inspiration. And so when I go just into Moon's Heart Studios, I feel... I feel inspired to mm-hmm. to create and to to live a magical fairy K inspired life. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Last question that we have for you. Well, like planned. Do you have any tips for those trying to turn their space? We covered some parts, or even yeah. like even if they're just trying to make their space very themed it could be like extremely gothic or extremely witchy extremely like like, based on their j fashion yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i would say my my biggest tip is to be like like pick your colors and stick to them Mm. pick your colors pick pick your pinks pick your purples pick your blues pick your pick your whatever for whatever your style don't stray too far from from their from those tones because once you start straying from the tones then you lose the idea of your theme and then Mm -hmm. if you have certain symbols that you like love in your fashion don't feel afraid to incorporate incorporate those in your space as i said i love clouds i love clouds (laughs) so there's a lot of cloud aesthetic there's there's stars and clouds and moons and some hearts but more stars and clouds lots of clouds I every time I see something that's like a cloud and like made for a child I'm like oh yes please where's my credit card we're we're (laughs) where it needs it needs to come it needs to come back to the nest yeah um so stick to your themes stick to your symbols stick to your colors and have fun with it because Mm -hmm. like it's your space and if it if it brings a smile to your face then like that's all that matters because no one else is going to be living there except for you for for the foreseeable future for the foreseeable future <laughs> yeah. but like it's you know it's you have to come home and be happy you know it's not about the other people who may like stop by for like right. an hour on a day in a month it's about you on the every single day basis because it's your home and you should feel good in it 
Wow. It's your home, and you should feel good in it. That's a tag. <laughs> that's a perfect tagline. Like it's all about positive toss, toss. vibes. Unicorn living. Be a unicorn. Yes. Live in, live in your space. Be magical. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and for giving us a round, a round, round, a rundown on your kawaii space and kawaii interior design. Thank you again so much for having me. I had such a wonderful time. Of course. This podcast is like everything to me. So. Oh my god. Okay, if you guys want to hear more about kawaiification, is what I'm calling it, in the workplace, Mm -hmm. come join us. If you hit up our Patreon, and if you become a $3 patron, you will be able to gain this month's and the rest of our previous month's patron content. In this month, Jesse and ourselves are going to be talking about kawaiifying our work uniforms if we don't have, like, a kawaii workplace before we go, Jesse, is there anywhere you want us to plug where we can find you? You can absolutely find me on my Instagram at Jesse Moonheart, J-E-S-S-I Moonheart. And then I'm also at jessiemoonheart.com if you want to see some blog content over there. Oh, bam, yes, bam, bam. yes. I'm following the blog. I need the videos. I need the oh, book. The <laughs> videos are coming, my love. The videos are coming. Yeah, tell us when, like, like when your novel hits. Like, definitely. <laughs> exactly when your memoir of just like, oh, my kawaii life. I didn't choose me. I chose it. My and... kawaii life. Yeah, I chose I my that. kawaii life. <laughs> How to choose your kawaii life. <laughs> And without further ado, this has been OK Podcast. My name is Hayden. My name is Kamila. And my name is Jesse Moonheart. <laughs> uh, join us next time. We'll see you all next month. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>